Dunk. Are you serious? Friday night, 11 till midnight. Indie, local, rock, dunk. All clear? Ah! 97.5 KMOD. Yeah, this is the Dumpcast with Lunchbox and Promo Brady, weekly podcast that we do highlighting some indie, local, and unsigned artists. Upcoming weeks, we got local bands like Violence to Vegas, also the Normandies. We'll also be chatting with Johnny Hawkins of Nothing More, lining up interviews with Butcher Babies, Missio, and Greta Von Fleet in the upcoming weeks as well. You can find the Dumpcast on iTunes, download it there. Just search for Dump or listen to it 24-7. On the iHeartRadio app, just search for Dumpcast. Tonight's special guest, Dorothy. What's going on? Yo, what's up, guys? How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm at the gym. I have some meetings today, and I'm getting ready to jump into this second album with Linda Perry. Wow, I didn't realize Linda Perry was going to be producing the new album. She is steering this pirate ship to new horizons. That has to be very cool, because I know she helped you right down to the bottom. Yes. And working with her has to be a gigantor experience because that woman is talented as hell. She's great. She's such a great mentor, and I've learned so much from her. And she looked at me, and she's like, you're like a younger version of me. And I'm like, "That's a first of all, that's a huge compliment. But yes, because we happen to have, coincidentally, some matching tattoos on accident. What are the matching tattoos that you guys have? So she has like a traditional butterfly somewhere on her hand, and I have it right on my wrist. And I got it in Chicago on tour at Great Lakes Tattoo. I think something like that. But we also both happen to be Aries women that are very aggressive and very like artistic. Uh, there's just a lot of weird, eerily similar attributes that we both have. So, um, and obviously she's, her talent like supersedes mine by far. Is that even a word? I don't know. No, it's a word today. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? It far exceeds my, my bank of talent, but which is great because it's like going to Linda Perry boot camp for me and I'm so ready. People will pay good money for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, this would be like you know, she's worked with a lot of people in the past like uh, mainly pop stars, right? Like uh, Pink, I know she's done some stuff yeah. with. So is this the first uh, rock band that she's she's worked with or she worked with others? I doubt that. I, I highly doubt that. You know, she had her own rock band and well, I would say they were rock but they were pop too, Four Nonsense, yeah. right? Yeah. But, yeah. Um, she looked at me and she goes, "You're, you know, my relationship with you reminds me a lot of my my relationship with pink you know and and we're at this turning point in your career where we need to make some decisions and and really hone in on who you are and and let that shine and i go girl i'm down i fully agree with you so we write everything together from scratch in the studio and she obviously you know everything that is recorded is done with the live band with real musicians nothing's nothing's faked or or posed at all which um you know when you have she's got she's got the craziest gear it's like it's like a museum it's just so fun to go in there and look at all the amps all the vintage guitars and, and vintage amps and mic down a real drum set and just watch people play and like it's incredible i just i feel so lucky because i'm like how did i get put in this situation this is nuts so i think this album is going to be we're not going to take any uh we're not going to let any integrity slide like it's going to be completely you know 100 percent honest and and real and i think i think that you know fans deserve that people need to hear that have you guys come up with a album title yet or a, a definitive I, I release have, date I or tentatively yes and i'm i'm not gonna say it 
just yet because okay. you know it's not out yet and and it's it's just an idea that happened in the studio uh, based on a song yeah actually based on a song that I wrote with Tim Pagnata who used to be and Evan Bogart uh, Tim was in the band Sugar Cult I used to listen to Sugar Cult you know as a San Diego kid growing yeah, up a Sugar Cult so. I, I remember that band. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Tim, Tim now produces music, and he's righteous. Like he's so cool. Again, I'm just working with these really talented people and getting to learn from them and grow as an artist. And you know, I definitely contribute on the writing front because that is a huge. Pa- I, I like I was a bookworm as a kid. Yeah, I read a lot. So writing, it just writing kind of comes naturally to me. I'm not so strong with like creating melodies. I, I can do it. It's great, but I leave that to like the real musicians. <laughs> I get what you're saying. <laughs> the, guy, the guys, that, the guys that have been playing guitar for a decade, you know. So, but writing is so fun for me, and I get to express myself. I write a lot of journal entries and poems, and those become lyrics. So now, usually people have like so much stress and anxiety when they're making their second album. And right now, it sounds like you don't have any whatsoever. I am so excited, actually. I I think that this is going to be challenging, but in such a great way. And I think, um, well, I just want to put a body of work out there that is respected, you know, and enjoyed by everybody. Not that the first one wasn't. No, I was going to say, because the first one was fantastic. Thank you. Thank From you. beginning yes, to end, you, that's one you can listen to straight through and not have a sucky song whatsoever. You did pretty good. You did pretty good for your first time out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it was great. Um but, you know, I feel like the approach to this one's a little different, and um, I hope uh, each album, you know, I get to keep growing and, and evolving and putting something exciting out there. I just want people to get chills when they hear the music that we put out. That's all. You know, I want them to feel, you know, they're at the gym and they're like, oh, yeah, I can run yeah. another mile, you know, or whatever, just whatever gives them a boost and inspires them. Uh, Brady and I do CrossFit during the week, so yeah, give it, give us something Ooh. that, like, kicks it up a notch during those workouts. <laughs> all right, I will. Oh, because I remember the first time I heard After Midnight, and I played it for him. I'm like, we have to play this, because straight out the gate, you killed it. And when you sing, it's like believable. Like, I believe every word she's saying. I feel everything she's feeling. This is pretty badass. And since then, we've been playing nothing but. We played four or five songs that you didn't release, released (laughs) off that album on the show. Yeah, we even played the the cover of the Jay-Z and Kanye song that you guys did. So. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we never actually really released that as a single, did we? No. Well, we played it anyway. No, I had to do <laughs> I had to do it old school. I, I found the YouTube video and just recorded it in. So we, we figured out a way. Yes, I love that. I love that. Yeah, you guys in, uh, incorporate that song in your live performances now, right? Yes. Um, we And we decided, I decided to cover I Put a Spell on You because the Screamin' Jay Hawkins version is my favorite. Actually, I, I can't decide between that and the Annie Lennox version, but it was it was a nice break for me to take the pressure off of having to perform our songs and getting to do a cover that everybody does know. Yeah. You know, the first time we played it, the reaction was incredible. So I'm like, yeah, of course you guys know this song. Like, so you can sing along. This is great, you know. Just in case you don't know our songs, here's one that you do know. (laughs) I never thought of it that way, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a great way to get the fans involved that if you're at a festival and not everybody knows who you are or follows your your music it's a great way to connect with them because if you're playing a song that most people do know then they feel like 
you've given them some, you know, like you're saying, I see you to everybody and, and giving them something to relate to. So, um, yeah, that's, I think that's probably the biggest reason people do covers. It's one of my favorite songs and it's so fun to sing. But is it like a paradox as a band, like where you have like one of your most popular songs that people know, do you ever like get tired of playing it? Like, ah, man, we got to play this one again. I think everybody that, I think everybody goes through that. I'm sure. Um, you know, what gets you over that is, if the energy in the room is right on and, and electric and the fans are giving you a lot of love and it's just not a dead room, as I like to call it, then it doesn't matter what you're singing because you're connecting with the audience. So, you know, you could be singing the alphabet. That's true. <laughs> and if there is, if there is <laughs> That's true. they're like, oh, yes, I love the alphabet. You know? <laughs> Put a distorted guitar behind it yes. and go to town. <laughs> I remember that song. <laughs> yeah, the ABCs, uh, man. This is a, yeah. That's my jam right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys have been getting your songs out there in any way, shape, or form because I know I've heard it in a Gatorade commercial, a Call of Duty commercial. I think there's been in a couple of TV shows. I mean, you're like all over the place right now. I, I hope so. You know, I don't actually have cable television, so I have to hear about it from my, my best friend, Brittany Fudge, who lives, you know, out in the Midwest somewhere and and she's watching tv and she's like hey call of duty yeah <laughs> and then i'm like oh i should play that game that sounds fun <laughs> It's a good gauge yeah. of whether you're all over the place. If you reach out to the if Midwest, you're on a Call of Duty commercial, <laughs> you've made it. It's good. It's good for the. It's good for the bank account. It, it keeps the band going, and um, you know it, we appreciate all of it. But um, and we we wanted to say thank you to iHeartRadio because they just incorporated us in and started giving us some love. So thank you so much. Well, the last time you were through Tulsa, you actually came through with the uh, all-female lineup: uh, Lita Ford, Hailstorm. And, of course, your band, Dorothy, uh, last year at the Brady Theater. How, what was it like being a part of an all-female lineup? Oh, that was the funnest. Those two tours, we did two, two of them with, with the girls. Um, those were the funnest tours I've ever been on. I mean, I, I'm saying, like, I've been on a lot. No, I haven't done a lot of tours, but those were the best. Like, yeah. just bonding-wise with the other artists. And Lizzie and I are now good friends. And I actually recently went out to Nashville to write with uh, Jesse Frazier and Carrie Barlow, who are part of the rock nation family there's an there's a there's an office out there with a studio yeah. and so i went out for a few days caught up with lizzie and joe and you know went to one of the lakes that they have out there and then i stopped by third man records it was just such a great trip but that's it was good awesome. to see my friends you know yeah it was i might i might move to nashville i'm like people there were so different from people in la yeah it just it didn't have the energy there is different it was much more relaxed so much to do there's there's, there's so many different, all the music is there, like all the music. So Yeah, that's what I've heard. We've got a, uh, Brady and I have got a mutual fr- a friend that uh, is a musician. He lives out in uh, Sacramento, California. I remember he, he, he was telling me a guy's name is Promo Dave, and he plays the bass. And uh, he plays for a few local bands out there. But he took a trip to Nashville, and he was talking about how, as a musician, you could just walk up and down the streets, and uh, there would be bands that would just kind of invite you in and be like, hey, you want to play with us right now? And he's like, yeah, sure. Totally. Yeah, and everyone is is excellent. You know, everyone. There's so many great musicians in Nashville. It's mind blowing. So I'm just like, maybe this is like a second boot camp for me if I if I end up in Nashville because just the you know 
just the background singers and just like every one of them could be a star. And it seems like Lizzie Hale is having fun out there. Every time yes. I turn around, there's like a video of her at some bar in Nashville covering some obscure song. And I'm like, yeah, that was badass. Oh, yeah. I got to go visit her some more. She is one of the <laughs> sweetest people you'll ever meet in your entire life. Because every time she comes here to Tulsa, she stops by here at the station. And it's kind of like she's your best friend. And she like yeah. doesn't miss a beat, always kind, always courteous, always sweet, and pretty badass on the person on top of that. So it's like, wow, you're miss like that person with Lita, who was like, I've had a crush on her since I was in like junior high. I used to have a picture. How pitch- about that photo? Yes, song. yes, like, I used to have that picture. In- yes, <laughs> I had that picture in my trapper keeper. Like trapper keeper. Yes, wow. we're going way back. Trapper keeper. Wow. Yes, I was wow. in love with this woman. And she came here before she was on tour with you guys and stopped by the station. And I didn't know what to do with myself because, oh, my God, there's Lita Ford. And she still looks freaking good and still badass on the guitar. So I got the driver back to her hotel room. I didn't say a word because I didn't. What am I going to say to Lita Ford? (laughs) What am I going to say to Lita Ford? So she finally starts talking to me and she's really sweet and very nice. So what's going on around here? What's things are doing? So I'm telling her to go here, tell her to go there. And she has her two dogs with her, too. So they're yapping in the background and in the backseat. I'm like, I can die right now. I have Lita Ford with two dogs in the back seat, and I'm taking her back to her hotel room. Even though nothing's going to happen, you just start randomly just singing like, Ozzy's it. part. And you're like, "Can we just do a duet?" Real she quick? was so freaking sweet. Her dogs. Okay, I'm gonna kidnap them one day. I I know her dogs very well. Yeah, they they are the sweetest. She took them as puppies and took them out on the road, and so they're so calm. And they're used to the tour bus. They don't flip out. They never bark. They just kind of walk around the venue backstage and say hi to everybody. And they're just, and I'm like, you know, that's like an anxiety dog. Like, I need to just bring a little puppy out on the road with me and get her used to everything. And then she'll be calm and she'll sit on my lap on the airplane or whatever, you know? It's a great idea. Yes, very good idea. When they're young, like your boyfriend. (laughs) True that. True that. (laughs) Speaking of sweet and nice, I recently connected with Taylor Momsen and I was, she's, She's really? awesome. She's so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. She was out at Rock, We had a chance to chat with her for a bit out there. You know, pretty reckless, of course, was opening up for Soundgarden, that show in Detroit that obviously ended up being Soundgarden's last show. Yeah. I, everyone's pretty bummed about that whole incident. Um, but no, she, we played BFD. Uh, I think it was in Dallas, Texas. Yeah. And, and then somehow we connected after, I think, via Twitter. You know, and then the, our fans were like, finally, it happened. <laughs> we were wondering when you two would Exactly. Because I, like, I think you two like, really could do some good stuff together if you guys really got together and did something. Even on tour, perfect. yes. Not a bad idea. Now, I was reading that uh, you, you guys' overall goal as a band is basically to uh, write songs that appeal to Beavis and Butthead. Was, okay. Is that it? <laughs> Yeah, well, that's I what think, it said. I was like, "What? Yeah, that's probably think, the best quote ever." Mark Jackson, I think Mark Jackson, our uh, our first, you know, original guitar player and producer. I think that was a quote out of his mouth. Yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> so it's not true. I thought it was an interesting one. I just figured I'd bring it up. I believe I was wearing a Beavis and Butthead T-shirt. Yeah. At the studio one day, and it might have inspired that. And and I. I think I cracked up and thought it was really funny. But if anyone's going to condone your music, it better be Beavis it and Butthead. It better be Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> because they have been known to ruin careers. 
Yeah, I was also reading that you actually battled, uh, you and the band uh, battled stage fright. And what did you do to get get past all of that? Practice. Yeah, I don't know so much about the band. They, th- these guys have been touring since they were in diapers. Yeah. Um, they don't really, they have no F to give. They're just, <laughs> they love to <laughs> They love to rock out. For me, I was just like, everyone's looking at me. What do I do? So it just takes time and, and you know, practice. And now I... I get excited and I get a little nervous and it's like a rush, you know, it's like a drug. It's like a rush of adrenaline and it's great. Um, and you have, you know, sometimes you have bad shows, whatever, and you move on. And sometimes you have great shows where, you know, the true shining you comes out. And But really we're just there to make people happy and feel good and have them forget about their bills and their problems for about an hour. Yeah, it's got to be such a rush. You know, uh, I was reading an article where uh, somebody actually asked something similar to Corey Taylor of Stone Sour and Slipknot. He said, you know, I don't really get stage fright, but I do get really amped before a show. Oh, does he ever? Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I, As you could imagine, yeah. I love, I love Corey. First of all, he was so nice and humble when I met him at, um, I did a Royal Machine show with Billy Morrison and uh, and uh, Dave Navarro and Josh Freese and, and all those guys. Wow. I did a guest. I did a guest song with them. I think we did ACDC, and uh, we we actually opened for them as well. Uh, this was a little while ago. This was like I would say two years ago um, at the Roxy, and he was there, and he was so nice. And then again, I saw him at BFD, and and we got to watch Stone Sour uh, side stage. So of course, my band is completely amped. Yes, uh, and it was fantastic. Um, it's nice to see him with his mask off, you know. Yeah, and right. Yeah, he's running around the stage like a maniac. Like a maniac. Like, yeah. How does he do this? Like he <laughs> the energy of of everyone in my band on crack. Like <laughs> it's funny too because I always I always viewed Stone Sour as like the softer side of Corey Taylor, but they can rock no. out too, man. This no. is a different side, know, not the softer, just that. different. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is this true or false? Yeah. You were in a music video oh, with, with Jennifer Lopez. Yes. Which video was that? I was an extra, so I wasn't featured, so you can't really even see me. Okay. But I did a lot of I did a lot of extra work back in the day. Yeah. Um, which was awesome. I've been on some music video sets and seen some really awesome stuff. A Rob Thomas video. I think the name of the J Lo song was Get Right. Okay. Something like that. Scott Ferranda, do you know you know J Lo? Scott, chime in anytime. Yes, it was Get Right. Get Right? All right, I'm going to have to write that down and look for it then. Because I saw that one in Simple Plan. Like, Simple Plan? She's in a Simple Plan yes, video? Yeah, I... Simple Plan video. <laughs> Throwing up the horns at the end. That it's so funny. is and, awesome. And so extra work doesn't pay what? I don't know if I can curse. But no, I'm go ahead. Yeah, you're cool. Yeah, you're on a podcast. So. <laughs> extra work doesn't pay shit or stick. So I was just there for, like, the, the catering. I, which I totally understand. That's some good catering. Yeah, no, actually, uh, the J-Lo set, it was the longest music video. I, I think it went to almost, I don't want to get anyone in trouble, because I don't know what, you know, what the legal, how, yeah. how long can you keep extras on set for, but I think we were there, like, 19 hours. Um, and wow. And I ended up getting the, yeah, and I ended up getting the flu, and they were like, if you don't come back tomorrow, you're not getting your SAG voucher. And I was that like, you guys can suck my dick. Nothing's, you're paying us $5 a fucking hour. Fuck it. I'm not coming back. I have a 101 degree temperature right now. Balls. Goodbye. So I love J-Lo, but I'm not like being an extra for 19 hours in a really hot like airplane hangar or right. I don't know wherever we shot it then in I'll Hollywood s- in the middle of the summer. I'll scratch it off my list. Do not be in a J-Lo video. So I, 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 won't, unless, I won't do that. Unless, 
unless you're one of her backup dancers. Sign me up. Now, she also did some acting too, right? Yeah, and I still I still do. I, I was going to say, are you going to go back to doing that later then? Yeah. Yes, I actually, you know, my friend Efren Ramirez, who played Pedro in Napoleon Dynamite. Yes. Uh, yes. Oh, my God. The greatest movie ever. So, yeah, so he was in the Dark Knights video, and he teaches acting classes, and I... Um, I've enrolled in the Efren Ramirez acting boot camp. So um, he's super talented and, and funny and really, really serious about his craft. And um, it's something that I like to do and have a fun time doing and I'm looking forward to doing some more. But I think the easiest way for me to incorporate that is through music videos right now because obviously music is the priority. So yeah. um, we just shot we shot a video for Down to the Bottom, and I think I kind of got to act a little bit. All right, good. Are you going to start directing, too, while you're at it, if you do an acting thing? I, You know what? I usually just bounce ideas back and forth with the, with the video directors. And yeah. I, I try not to overstep my bounds because, you know, I want them to be able to express their, their idea. Um, but I do it in a very, you know, casual way. I'll be like, what do you think about this? You know, and, and usually it's everyone's so cool. So, yeah, I, I don't step into their territory though out of respect for, for what it. they're doing not quite yet maybe in the future i was gonna say because once you did like um after midnight video i'm like you guys did that yourself so you yeah. did a pretty good yeah. job with that i don't see why you couldn't do anything else while you're at it um that was put together in iMovie. Yes. you can do anything in iMovie. you can in Jeez, on yeah, your phone. You, you can. I mean, people are shooting their own videos and doing everything themselves these days. It's totally, like, it's totally changed. It's a different world. That's what my daughter's doing right now. She has an iPhone. She, my daughter's only 10, and she makes movies, like, every, every other day she makes a new movie. And I'm like... Amazing. It's amazing <laughs> what she comes up with. I mean, they're short little five-minute movies, but yeah. they're extremely good for her being 10. You got a future Steven Spielberg on your I hope there. so. This kid is, I mean, not to brag on my kid. I have three girls, and they're all fantastically smart. They're, I'm, I'm blessed. I am so blessed with these girls. But this one is the most outgoing of the other two, and she is my actress, actor, slash veterinarian is what she said she's going to be. I'm going to be a singer, slash actress, slash veterinarian. And she makes That's videos, amazing. and she's on Musical.ly like every day, all day. And she makes these videos all the time, shares them with her friends, and they're funny. They're so freaking funny. She didn't get her talents from me. That's all I know. They just didn't come from me. Thanks, Mom. Exactly. Yeah, right? <laughs> now, I got to ask this because Brady and I were digging up some info and stuff, and we came across this uh, interview that you did uh, where you yodeled. So oh, it's like right. a hidden talent. When I watched this thing, first of all, the guy, I don't know him, so I can't really talk some yeah, about Yeah, I can't him. remember what radio station I don't remember was. what radio station was, but he was very, la, la, la. He was and Ronnie Radio. Yes. He was very yuck, yuck in it And up. you were being so nice and so sweet, and he asked you to yodel, and you're like, ah, I don't know. You were being really nice about backing out of it, but he made you do it anyway. And you felt, it looked like you were so uncomfortable, like, we're never going to make her yodel. <laughs> That's the thing we're not going to do is make her yodel. So how do you that deal with... Talent, that, that is a talent that has cobwebs all over it. Yeah. I haven't really yodeled since I was... You know, it was like I had the Leanne Rhymes CD, uh, Blue, when I was a kid, and she does a lot of that where she flips up into her falsetto. Yeah. Um, that's singer singer speak, sorry. Uh, when I was a kid, I'm like, God, if I could just sing like this, I'm good. You know, so I would emulate that. And eventually I kind of got the hang of it. And I was like, oh, I get how she's doing this. But yeah, no, I actually learned how to sing from country music. So thank you, Leanne Rhymes and Dolly Parton. You guys want to bring up Dolly Parton, yeah. Favorite people, favorite, and Loretta Lynn, favorite. Like, love their voices. Love them. That's one of those things, like, you have to prepare and, like, warm up to the yodel. You just don't go into a yodel. You should always warm up the Always 
warm up first. Even I know that. I don't know how to do it for for nothing. And I know that. That's really interesting. You listed off a bunch of uh, uh, country superstars, uh, but you uh, you were born in uh, Budapest, Hungary, right? How many years did you spend over there? I came to the states when I was three. So three, I'm okay. American so it was very early come. going. Oh yeah, I'm full on American. Don't worry about it. I'm I'm a naturalized citizen of the United States of America. Yeah, I just thought that was interesting because uh, I took a, a trip to Copenhagen, Denmark, uh, a few years back, and it seems like country music is is really popular in, in certain parts of Europe. Like, I, I got wow. off the plane, and uh, I was talking to some of the locals, and I was like, well, it's a good place to go. And they, they pointed me in this uh, direction of a bar that was uh, downtown Copenhagen. And I'll walk in, and it was a country western bar with, like, pictures of John Wayne, <laughs> and it had, like, Bud Light as an oh. import. And they were playing country music and serving chicken oh, nachos. Funny. And, yeah, so I was like, wow, this is, like, backwards, but cool. <laughs> country music and Bud Light, I mean, that's such American culture, and it's yeah. so fun. It is really fun, you know? I want to go to Sturgis. I want to go, there's a there's a, actually, a, like, a country festival. Scott, chime in anytime after Coachella, what's it called? Stagecoach. Stagecoach? Stagecoach. Did you know about this, Brady? I don't know about Stagecoach. Please tell me more. It's out here in the desert in California, and they they put it on after Coachella every year, and um, I have yet to go, so that's a bucket list for me. All right, I'm going to check that out. Stagecoach. (laughs) What was the the European festival that you were talking about, Brady? Oh, Glastonbury? Was all the the weird EDM stuff that goes on? Oh, Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. They dress up like, uh, uh, was it uh, Cliff Burton? Not Tim Burton. Tim Burton? Yeah. Yeah. Cliff Burton. That's Metallica. Cliff Burton. (laughs) It's like being in a Tim Burton movie. I mean, just beautiful, crazy images all over the place with this in the background. It's like craziness. that's a bucket list. Yes. That's what I was telling him. Like, I'm probably too old to be going to this thing now, but it's on my list. I've been doing this before I die because it looks freaking amazing. Oh, someone put it out there. Bucket list cameo in a Tim Burton movie. I would die. <laughs> I read he was one of your. What is your top three Tim Burton movies? Beetlejuice. Um, let me think. The Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. And did he? Do, I think he did Edward Scissorhands. He did. Yeah, he did. All the the oldies. Did you watch um, you know, Big Eyes? Did you watch that one? No. I think that was one of his last ones he did about the paintings with the big eyes back in the sixties. Okay, I didn't oh, know anything know about, about that. that story. It was yes. awesome. Yeah. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. My dad actually had a bunch of the prints from that artist. That is awesome. Around the house, yeah. So I'm like, who are these creepy little big eyed like? And I would just stare at them in the hallway. Yeah, on the wall, and I would just stare at them, and I'm like, these are so dark and cool, and you know, um, I, I didn't know the name of the artist, but my dad was clearly a fan. And um, so, and then I saw the movie, and I'm like, "This is excellent! What a great story!" Yeah, I knew about the pictures, didn't know anything about the woman who painted them or the story. It's a fantastic story. You need to watch it. Okay. Yes, you definitely need to see if anything these uh, dump casts are good for. I always get some good recommendations for movies and TV shows to check out on Netflix or, or go see and stuff. You need to. You watch were talking about that. Like, that is awesome to watch. Okay. It is. I'm a. I'm a diehard fan now. I. It's on Netflix. And the reason yeah. I found out about it is because fans were tweeting, hey, they're using your music in one of the episodes. So I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to start from episode one and keep going. And, yeah. you know, if I, if I get bored, I'll turn it off. I couldn't turn it off. I was glued to it. I think I stayed up for hours watching it, and I, I got through the whole uh, first season. I think season two is coming soon. And then I watched the whole first season again. Like, wow. it's not healthy. 
And then I was tweeting at them and the, and the creator, Emily Andras, I was like, hey, cameo, like I would die for a cameo. And she goes, yes, absolutely. That is so, awesome. Um, I can't confirm whether or not that's happening, but, you know, fingers crossed because that is just such a freaking awesome. I just can't. I, I, don't, I have no words. I love that show. I've heard nice. nothing but good things about it. It's like my second thing on my list. I have to finish The Keepers right now is what I'm watching. So after I'm done with that, I'm going to Winona yeah. Earp. Yeah. Winona Earp. It's okay, so I got good. another one. I started Stranger Things last night. Good. I started episode one. So about time. I'm going to start working my way through that one. Just warning you, it's sad, but it's very good. It's sad? Why you guys keep on rec- <laughs> recommending these sad things? He, uh, Brady, this is the same guy that uh, recommended uh, 13 again. Reasons Why. And I was like... What? Okay, I'll go watch it's it next year. I'm, I'm crying in my wife's shoulders. Man. It's very good. <laughs> <laughs> you need a good cry every once in a while. It's good for the soul. I'll send you some tissues. <laughs> Thank you. Well, we're looking forward to checking out the new album later on this year. We'll continue to sp- uh, support your music, Dorothy. And uh, you got to make it through Tulsa soon. Look us up here at 97.5 KMOD and come visit. Thank you so much. Tulsa's Rock Station, 97.5 KMOD.